Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com slash ACAST. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. As moms, we are often juggling a million and one things, with our kids going in a million different directions and taking care of everyone else can mean that we often forget about ourselves. It's time to reclaim a little me time with some well-deserved self-care. And for us, that doesn't have to mean a lot. It can be picking a favorite product and taking a little extra time to do our daily routine. Dime Beauty offers clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean either. They are 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. You know we don't have the energy to remember the order of a 10-step routine, so we love that the work system keeps things simple for us and has everything you need in one powerful package with a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Dime has over 2 million happy customers and their beauty reviews are literally all five stars. If you haven't checked out Dime, it's time. Love your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com now and unlock your discount. That's dimebeautyco.com. Your kid is being rude to you. Maybe they are um, saying things to you that are like, excuse, you know, you're like, where did that come from? I don't deserve that. Okay. So here are two potential paths to take. There's no one right way. Every situation is different. Every kid is different. Every parent is different, whatever. Option one, we say to them something validating, and then we hold a boundary. So we can say... Hey guys, it is Monday and welcome to the CatNet Unfiltered podcast. And this is a special podcast because Nat and I started the Common Parent way back when, because when we had teenagers, we felt way over our head and like no one was talking about it. Toddlers and the younger ones, everyone had all the conversations and there was books. So the Common Parent is a community that we created for members where they can go and listen to amazing experts. Now, Because we love our community so much, we wanted to bring over some of the experts so you could hear little snippets of them. We bring you one a Monday, 
If you're in the membership, you know that you get full access to them and you have a whole bunch of library in there. So if you're new here, go check out thecommonparent.com. And if you're not, you're going to take a listen to some of the experts that join us. Um, Really, it is about taking tools for your toolbox, quick hits, because a lot of us don't have time for a lot of books. And all the experts are so amazing that learning something that's actionable that day is like, ah, the best. So uh, this Monday, we hope you enjoy our expert and just sit back. Uh, We know it can be overwhelming. We know it can feel like a lot, but with the experts and the community and us, we all can do this together. Take a listen um, to our next expert right after this break. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Ever catch yourself wishing for more hours in a day? Imagine the possibilities. Picture me indulging in a luxurious glass of wine and a blissful bubble bath or cat spontaneously breaking into an impromptu dance party the key to fitting that special something into your schedule is understanding what truly matters to you and making it a top priority therapy can help you find out what matters to you so that you can do more of it therapy offers a safe and non-judgmental space for you to express your thoughts and feelings, and it can teach you practical coping strategies to help manage the stress in your life. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. BetterHelp offers the convenience of an entirely online platform tailored to your schedule and flexibility. Complete a short questionnaire to be matched with a licensed therapist and enjoy the freedom to switch therapists at no extra cost whenever you wish. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash cat and not today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash cat and not. As moms, we are often juggling a million and one things. With our kids going in a million different directions and taking care of everyone else can mean that we often forget about ourselves. 
It's time to reclaim a little me time with some well-deserved self-care. And for us, that doesn't have to mean a lot. It can be picking a favorite product and taking a little extra time to do our daily routine. Dime Beauty offers clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean either. They are 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. You know we don't have the energy to remember the order of a 10-step routine, so we love that the work system keeps things simple for us and has everything you need in one powerful package with a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Dime has over 2 million happy customers and their beauty reviews are literally all five stars. If you haven't checked out Dime, it's time. Love your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com now and unlock your discount. That's dimebeautyco.com. You have a lot of amazing books, like not just one, like multiple, like what, six or something? Like there are five, yeah. Uh, I was just, I was going through all a couple of them, of like, yeah. <laughs> yes, a couple of workbooks. I I was going through them all. And, you know, uh, this is a teen and this is predominantly a tween and teen group. But we yeah. like to say that tweenhood starts the minute your kids realize that, that you're not the boss of them. So like seven years old when they're like, actually, I have my own mind. So this yes. group is really for kind of all different ages. But um when we are going through when I was going through the questions, I was just like so many of us are sitting here struggling with we lose control of our children at a certain age. And that's really hard for us to understand. And I feel like all of your books, because I was trying to find one that would really resonate with this problem that a lot of people are having. And I feel like across the board, all of them sort of address this idea that, you know, your, your children are not yours and you kind of have to treat them as people versus as your, your things. Um, so when we're in this, in you do it best to describe each of your books because I was going to try to focus on one or two, but I feel like all of them, the whole child, all of them have this whole idea of this person. Oh, thank you so much. Well, you know what? I think the, the, the thing is that, well, are we starting or should I? Yeah, yeah. We'll yes. start and then we edit out things. So start. Okay. Yes. Okay. Let's start. Yeah. You know, from the time, so I have three boys who are now teenagers, young adults. Um, and I realized very early on. Like I really thought I had like all this training and child development, all my jobs were babysitting. Like I felt like I've got this, like my kid's not even going to have the terrible twos because yeah. I'm so savvy. And it, basically <laughs> parenthood has been a massive journey into humility because if you've ever tried to make your child eat poop or pee, eliminate of any form um, or sleep, you realize very early, you can't make your child really do anything. You can't control them. Now, when they're really little, we can make them do certain things, but then you get into this like control dynamic. And unless when they become teenagers, you're willing to call the police and incarcerate them, like they will always win the threat um, battle. Like if you're like, well, you can't leave the house. They're like, what? Watch me. Like, are you going to stop me? Right. And then they leave the house. Like, are you going to chase them? Are you going to tackle them in the street? Are you going to call the cops? Like, unless you're willing to go massive extreme, you are always going to lose that threat and control battle. So we want to work with them and inspire them to make good choices. And when they mess up and we mess up, 
Those are the best moments to repair and build relationship and use them as teaching lessons for not just them, but for us too. I feel like that's so easy though for us to talk about is like working with them, not um, because so much of their behavior feels so disrespectful and rude. And I think that this is one of the biggest problems a lot of parents are facing because they come up against an attitude. And when, when we say like, what are, what are we trying to understand from them when they're going through that? Like, how is we, how can we be like, keep calm, keep calm, other than saying, keep calm, keep calm. Um, how can we go through that with them? Okay. The first, what are some tips? Yeah. So the, let's get super practical. The first thing is like, I remember people telling me like count to 10, like as I counted to 10, to 10, I just thought of 10 more ways to retaliate. It was not helpful for me. Um, and telling myself to keep calm stressed me out even more. So actually, one of the things we know, I love science. I'm a total nerd. One of the things we know from science is the fastest way to regulate and uh, or even downregulate, meaning calm down our nervous system, is with our breath. Now, this isn't woo-woo. This is science. And what is specifically what it means is that your exhale is longer than your inhale. We do this actually throughout the day automatically. Like when we sigh, we're like, <sighs> when we sigh when our, or when we breathe, where our exhale is longer than our inhale, that calms our nervous system down. So in the moment, my kid's barking at me being really disrespectful and I can feel like my rage volume dial going up, up, up. And I'm about to join them. And for me, my first cue is sarcastic immaturity. That's usually like the place I go first. And then I go to yelling and then I go to insane acting like a two-year-old. So um, when, when that escalation begins, I actually will put a hand on my chest and a hand on my belly. And I will, I will breathe in for a count of like four. And then I will breathe out for a count of seven or eight. And I will do it two or three times. And I'm also saying to myself at that time, at your child's worst, that is when they need you most because, and there's, oh my gosh, we could talk about this for hours and hours, but here's the main idea is that if you get out of control and you start screaming and joining them there, it actually lets them know a couple of messages we don't really want them to get. One message they get is my parents can't handle my big feelings and my stuff, right? And what we want to do is be the calm in the storm as opposed to being the storm ourselves. Um, We want them to know that. So like, especially when they're little, when we lose it, it communicate, like, how can we take care of them and make sure they're okay? If we're not even in control of ourselves, we can't be in control of anything in the world to protect Mm -hmm. them. So we don't want to give them those messages, but I will say, okay. So, so I'm got my hand on my chest, my belly. I'm doing the longer exhale. I'm Tina, Tina. Yeah. While I'm doing this, my, my, my teenager is standing in front of me. I am saying, I am saying this in my head and my hand is on my, my breath or my chest and my, and my stomach. Am I doing this in front of them? And are they like, mom, what the fuck are you doing? And that's okay. It's not only okay, but the first time you do it, they'll usually stop being rude. Cause they'll be like, like it'll interrupt the pattern. Yes. I'll tell you the funniest thing is, you know, neurons that fire together, wire together. When I would do that, my kid, my kids were like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm trying to calm my body down so that I can talk to you in a really helpful way. Or I'm so mad right now. I'm about to yell and I'm calming myself down before I do that. So I'm modeling that. And then here's the best part. They begin to learn that hand on the chest and the belly 
And taking that deep breath is a harbinger of potential doom. So oftentimes it's like a (laughs) warning sign, like pull it together, like something bad's going to happen here if you don't stop. So it can be really helpful now. Okay. So now in the moment though, um, and really we are like, well, let's talk about why they're yelling and being disrespectful beyond what people know. Right. Cause they think we're dumb and we kind of are in lots of ways because teenagers know know, they're not even always yelling. They're not even always yelling. It's just, they, they wake up with a vulgar attitude where it's like, it is probably more infuriating than yelling. Cause at least when they're yelling, you know, they're mad when they're just rude. It is like, uh, uh, pardon. Yeah. Or, or what I call the full bodied pout. Um, where the limbs are floppy and the shoes are clunking because they won't even pick up their feet all, you know, there's so there's all these subtle gradations of yeah. what we're talking about here. Okay, so your kid is being rude to you. Maybe they are um saying things to you that are like, excuse, you know, you're like, where did that come from? I don't deserve that. Okay, so here are two potential paths to take. There's no one right way. Every situation is different, every kid is different, every parent is different, whatever. Option one. We say to them something validating, and then we hold a boundary. So we can say, I can see you're, ha- you're really mad right now. Or I like with teenagers, I keep it as generic as possible. Because if I say you look frustrated or you look angry, they're like, you don't understand anything. So I just like, you seem like you're upset right now. So I say something kind of like, I'm noticing you. I'm, I'm validating whatever you're feeling. I'm trying to give you some empathy here. And then I might say, I don't let anybody talk to me like that. And so I'm happy to listen. I'm happy to have a conversation with you if you can talk to me in a more respectful way. And if you need some time to calm down or whatever, I'll come back and check on you in a little while. But I don't let anybody talk to me like that. So that's really good modeling. It's setting a boundary. Mm -hmm. And you're saying, look, I'll be downstairs if you want to talk. So you still make yourself available. So you're not coming back with punitiveness, which communicates to them, look, you better have all your shit together or I don't want to engage with you, right? We don't want to give our kids that message like, you go to your room and you calm down. And once you're nice and lovely, then I'll talk to you. That's not really the message we want to give because we want them to know at your worst, like I'm still going to show up for you, but I don't let people talk to me that way. So that's one path we can take. The other path we can take is to know that typically when they're at their best selves, when they're regulated, just like when we are, they don't talk to us that way. You know, they, they really are grateful most of the time and they really are um, wanting to be in relationship with us. And when they're acting like that, it means that something's not feeling right or good inside of them. Again, back to that's when they might need us most. So in those moments, we just come in, like maybe they're being really disrespectful. I might even in that moment just say, oh man, you seem like you're having such a rough day. How can I help? Or what do you need? And especially for our, I, are y'all, I don't know if y'all all have boy children, mine are all boys, um, but, or non-binary, I don't know what your children's um, gender expression or identities are. But what I will say is that, especially for girls, many of us are still raised not knowing what we want. And I feel like it would be such a gift to our girls to say, what is it you need right now? How, you know, what do you need? What would make you feel like you're back to yourself in this moment? So you can offer help and support and nurturing. Um, and, and then if they push you away, which they do all the time, first of all, that's a compliment. It means they feel safe enough 
to, and they know they can't lose our love so they can reject us. That's developmentally exactly what's supposed to happen. When they do that, it is success. You should go, yes, I've done my job. They are ready to kind of pull away from us. And then we can say, um, I'll be, I'll be around. I'll be just outside if you need me. I'll come back and check on you. So it's not necessarily like, don't chase your child and be like, I'm going to soothe you and empathize with you. And we are going to have a meaningful conversation. No, right. it's the availability of our presence. Ah, oh, that's you, so good. Do you ever find um, that they at certain points are rejecting mom or rejecting dad, or is there a certain age, like, or do they reject both at the same time? Or do they sometimes need one more than the, like, I'm noticing in the house, it's like a pull, a pull on, they don't push both at the same time, but there's definitely pushes on, on either one. Is there anything we can do to help, you know, guide, guide them through, I feel like mom takes the brunt of the, the, um, anger in a way and dad, they kind of eye roll more They're like, you know, you're so annoying. Um, is there anything we can do to help the relationship? I think it, the biggest thing is that we feel like our relationships are being lost with our kids, right? Cause it's no longer how you know it. So how can we show up without an- annoying them and let them know that we're being present? And I know that one of your books is called showing up is like, you know, to show up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the first thing is they definitely will kind of, sometimes they'll reject both. Sometimes they'll reject one or the other. It really has to do with kind of, first of all, it's not planned on their part. They're not, you know, it's like you're bugging me and my window of tolerance is really low today and your voice is annoying. And so I hate you today and tomorrow I'm going to hate the person (laughs) who asked me to take out the trash. So it's not planned. Um, but I do find that, um, Particularly when they talk about when you know people talk about spoiling the nest or like before they launch or before they make this new in, um, leap of kind of individualization, typically mom does take the brunt of that. Or in same-sex couples, whoever's kind of the softer one or the most primary kind of um, one who takes care of needs. Um, and I think part of that is while they're still with us and it's still safe, they have to kind of push us away um, so that they can test, can I do this? Can I function without this person being there every second? And I think that should be a guide for us as well, because, you know, at some point we do want them to launch. I know it's sad to think about, and sometimes it's not sad to think about. Sometimes that (laughs) sounds glorious, (laughs) but I, so um, I am a licensed mental health professional and I, I had this client, this, um, high school girl one time and her mom had forbidden her mom and dad had forbidden her to date in high school. So she was allowed to date once she got to college. Well, you all know how that goes, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, first of all, no, that's not going to help. But what I ended up saying to the parents is, do you want her first dates and her first relationships and her first romantic experiences to be away from you? Or would you want them to start happening? Maybe like have some friends over who are, you know, someone she's attracted to or go on a date or whatever they do these days um, and have it be under your sort of like umbrella where you can have some input and you can have some eyes on it. And that's really how we should think about everything, their devices, their responsibilities, their free freedom. It really should be like, you only have so many off ramps off the highway until they leave. Like we need to help them build the skills. And so when they're pushing away from us, we can think about, okay, great. This is a great time to practice 
that kind of autonomy while they're still in the nest. Does that make sense? Yes. I hope every single person listens to this again on repeat because I didn't know if that was the right answer, but people ask our opinion on that. And I say, I would rather my grade five have the phone and make a tiny mistake on a text message than a colossal one at 15 that I can't control. I'd rather teach them along the way than be like, you're 15 now. Here's a phone. Good luck. Don't go and text, you know, a nude and be expelled from school, except, you know, so I do, I love this analogy and it's so nice to hear from a practicing mental health practitioner. who can say, yeah, we need to, we need to help God teach them because you're right. Tiny freedoms allow for tiny mistakes, which allow for tiny teaching moments because large freedoms wait later in life lead to large mistakes, which lead to no teaching because they're gone. That's you right. can't go and backtrack and say, Oh, by the way, I should have taught you that. Yeah. And, and you know what, there's going to be a lot of that the night before my eldest went to college, like we were taking him to school. I was up all night and I was a crazy person because I was like, and I think part of it was like my anxiety was protective against the sadness. Right. But I was like, I was like, oh my gosh, like, does he know to separate the whites and the darks? Like my husband still doesn't do that. Like I was like, you know, I was walking through and I was like, does he know not to leave a car in a garage with the thing with the, you know, and I started thinking like, he's going to die. And I haven't taught him all these things. He doesn't know how to tie a tie. Honestly, we didn't know how to do a lot of those things either. And they have YouTube and we didn't. So they're going to be fine. But I think those freedoms should be incrementally greater and greater. Yes. greater. If you have a teenager, and I will say this, this is really, really important. Um, it's a total side comment, but it's crucial. And that is, I think, one of the hugest contributors to the massive mental health problems that our adolescents are facing are not enough sleep. And there was actually a recent study that came out that said incrementally, like in a dose-like fashion for every hour they miss. And our teenagers need eight to 10 hours of sleep a night for if, so if you're sleeping seven hours, if your teenager is typically only sleeping seven hours, their risk of suicidality, anxiety, and depression jumps significantly. And for every additional hour, it jumps higher and higher and higher. So if you're as a parent, like even, um, with teenagers, we really need to be militant about their sleep because it is one of the best protective factors around mental health stuff. So I okay. want to say that. I mean, I know that was a short snippet, like, you know, not long, but I do want to let you know the value of listening to experts where we curate the experience for you because topics can feel so overwhelming. And when you get a mom's perspective that we're all concerned about, you know, often experts deep dive into like one topic and we're like, but wait a minute, what can we do right now? And how can we fix this? And can you help us? And that's really what about the com- the common parents about is normalizing it and giving you guys quick information. And if you are not someone who can listen to audio all the time, but I think you are because you're listening to this, we email you, we give you quick um, roundups and always things that are cutting edge. And we just really appreciate all of you being here. I hope you learned something today and we hope you have a wonderful day or night wherever you may be. 